Welcome back, dear listeners, to this week's episode of the Real Japan Podcast. I am one of the hosts, Kenzo. And I am Feg. And this week as well, we will be bringing you all of the latest headlines that people are talking about in Japan. And giving our take on what we think. So before we actually get into the news, we will see what Furry's been up to. What have you been doing, man? Yes, sir. Well, I have been sticking to my diet, like I told you about earlier. Counting my calories. And watching the proportion of fat, protein, and carbohydrates that I'm eating. The reason I thought I'd mention this is because the interesting thing I've noticed is that my cravings for snacks and caffeine have gone down. Uh, what, um, like, are you are you eating more like proper, like three times a day, or are you just changing what you eat when you do eat, or have you always eaten proper meals? I don't know. Well, I have tried to always eat proper meals, but maybe sometimes it might be, for example, if I'm busy mm. um, with work or whatever. I'll just make a light lunch and then I'll right. end up s- snacking in the afternoon on whatever's in the fridge mm. and then maybe have a, a big dinner or something and it all just went out the window, the whole balance. Yeah, yeah. But now because I've been watching the calories, I've been having like a good breakfast that I know will set me up. A decent lunch and then I find that I don't want to snack as much in the afternoon and then wow. I'll have a decent dinner and it's overall more balanced but I did think it's strange as well that I've had less cravings for caffeine even I've been drinking yeah, less coffee it's, it's strange yeah maybe because your because uh, your body doesn't need that kick anymore because it's like properly uh, what's the word Nutrified? That's, that's not a word. Yeah. But, but you, you know what I mean? Like it, uh, mm. it, it has the fuel it needs, so it doesn't need that artificial kick. It could be, yeah, certainly. Yeah. It's quite strange. Anyway, as I said, I believe when I mentioned it on the podcast a couple of months ago, I've been thinking I'll do this for a few months, and it seems to be going okay so far. So I'll maybe mm. do it for a little bit longer and then see how I feel at the end of this month or so. Oh, just go back to the way things were? Well, no, because now that I've done it for a while, I have a good idea of, like, what calories are in what foods and what kind of oh, meals are healthy. Oh, okay, so you, you won't need to be as proactive. It'll be exactly. more natural. Exactly, exactly, mm, yes. Okay, okay. And just one other small thing about my past week. So, I might have to eat my words, because we've given the Abeno masks our fair share of criticism. But I decided to give mine a go the past week when I was going out to the supermarket and things. Yeah. And you know what? I actually quite liked it. It was good. I think it makes my glasses fog up less. And it just... Uh... Yeah. And I think it felt a little bit more comfortable having the cotton on my face as opposed to like whatever the other material is that normal masks are made of. Yeah. The uh, abrasive artificial whatever they are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I still haven't seen, I don't think, anyone else wearing them. But how about yeah, you? Have, either, have, yeah. have you given the Abino masks a try? 
No, no. Well, no. because I, I don't know, and, yeah. and people might uh, call me a terrible person, but because yeah. I, I have some N95 masks. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, that that I bought, and I just I want to be perfectly clear. I bought these like way before all this, like way before it got they, crazy. You know, yeah. So yeah. so it's not like I was siphoning off. N95 masks from uh, from the frontline workers, you know. Okay, I just want to be clear on that. Um, I had already bought them. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So anyway, I've got those. So I've just been going through those. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, they're ge like they're generally pretty comfortable. I think. Are they? Uh, and and yeah, because I guess they're you know professional grade, you know whatever mm. that means, right? They're designed to be worn for extended periods, so yeah, yeah, they're they're pretty pretty solid. Um, Sweet. Yeah, and and I don't I don't go out like every day, so you know one mask yeah. will last me like a week or ten days. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty. Uh, Pretty happy with those and, and since then i have only bought the standard disposable ones and, and yeah those are definitely um like they hurt my ears i don't know i don't know about you but i just find them uncomfortable they don't like stay on my face properly yeah yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. do you feel like a baller when you're going around with your professional grade what are they called n95 masks i i don't know like like before, yeah, like things got all crazy. Like I, I like it felt kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. But 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 now, like I, I almost feel bad because people, I could see someone thinking that I'm a dick because, yeah, you know, like I, you know, the fact that I have one means you know some doctor somewhere doesn't have one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's that way, there's that line of thinking, which, uh, yeah, it is, you know, there's some validity to it, but yeah, I, just to be clear, I bought it like in late January, so very responsible, yeah. yes. So, but, but yeah, so, so I feel kind of bad in, in a sense. Do you think people in Japan are as aware of that narrative, though, of people hoarding masks? Yeah, I mean, well, because I remember for. Probably like the entire month of. Well, I mean that that's the whole uh, mo impetus for the Abino masks, right? Was that you couldn't buy masks anywhere because people were just buying them up and hoarding them, and uh, and like like we said, you know, by the time we actually got the masks, you could buy them anywhere. So it was kind of a yeah, definitely. And yeah. so besides that, how has your mm. week been? Well, my week, uh, my past week, I made my my final trip to Okinawa. Completed your project? Yes, I completed my project. I made six round trips, 12 flights, and it was uh, it was a lot more exhausting than I than I, than I anticipated, that's for sure. Was the final trip busy because you said they had been increasing in in the level of crowdedness on the planes. Yeah, it was it was definitely more more vacationers. Mm. With, with 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 each successive trip there were more and more people with that I mean that were obviously on holiday as opposed to people 
that were it looked like they were going to see family or that were on on business or yeah but when i was starting this project around the first of the month it was probably more than 90 percent like essential travel type people but uh yeah yeah so businessmen and, and like family stuff but by by the end of the month i would say it was maybe i don't know 60 percent essential travel types and the other 40 percent were vacationer types yeah that's interesting isn't it yeah have a big night on the town to celebrate your final night oh your fi sorry your final um your final flight talking now yeah well i just I, I mean i mean you could say it was uh pretty much the same as all the other nights i just went out and <laughs> went out drinking and enjoying the local yes, cuisine and the local liquors sounds good yeah but but it, it was cool because the last night because I, I had already been there five mm. times mm. and so on the sixth time i had a good idea of where i wanted to go yeah because i I'd, I'd been to a, a fair number of different places uh, mm. like or, or restaurants wise yeah so yeah. i went to uh i went to an okinawan restaurant and then mm. i went to a friend of a friend has a uh, a restaurant down there too, so yeah. so I went there second, and then the third I went to a bar that had cheap alcohol and was open and was open rather late. So I went there last, and then went back to the room, passed out, got back on the flight. Yes, sir. And slept yeah. on the way back, or were you studying hard? Oh no, I was out cold, man. I don't even, I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't even remember taking off. Really? Yeah, like I just sat wow. down and I was out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good stuff. So, but but I mean, I was yeah, I was hungover as hell, so it kind of sucked. But it sucked when I woke yeah. up. Yeah. Well, now you can reap the rewards of your efforts in future when you're chilling in the business lounge. Boarding oh, yeah. first and things. It'll be it'll be worth it. I hope. Yes, sir. Although with my luck, they'll like uh, they'll cut back on the privileges. <laughs> you know, because the, the airlines like to do that every once in a while, and, like re revise yeah. their their frequent flyer yeah. programs. Yeah. So with my luck, that might happen. But we'll see. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be it'll be great great fun when you're taking advantage of your elite level privileges. I, I I hope so. I hope so. But yeah, that's uh, that's been my week in review. So I suppose we can move on to the the coronavirus roundup brought to you by Ferg. Yes, sir. So the coronavirus roundup is going to we're going to talk about something slightly different this week. But first, just to give the overall summary. Okay. Eighteen thousand nine hundred and fifty-eight confirmed cases in Japan. And nine hundred and seventy-six deaths. And just just to be clear, that's um, it's eighteen thousand like total, right? Like in the entire throughout like, Japan. Yeah. Yes. Like cumulative. Oh yes, yes. Sorry, yes. Not ongoing. Yeah. Yeah. The like, as in, that's a total number of cases since the start of the outbreak. of the outbreak. Yeah, because um, I think. People, because yeah. in the U.S. it's like forty thousand people a day. 
Yeah, right? so yeah, so we're getting to that. Yeah, I think, I think level some some now, people might yeah. get those uh, confused, but um, yeah, to be clear, in Japan, it's uh, eighteen thousand like since total since January, basically. Yes, exactly. Yes, the total number recovered is seventeen thousand three hundred and eighty nine. Mm -hmm. So then if you add to that the number of deaths, 976, you have left a few hundred that are presumably being treated in hospitals. Yeah, currently in hospital, yeah. In the country, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, so I just wanted to make that clarification there. Yes, yes, it is, as you point out, it's crazy that we're getting to that level of disparity now in the number of cases where... The number of cases in the U.S. per day is exceeding the total number yeah, of the, cases. Yeah, the U.S. In, cranks in out the same number of cases in mm. like 12 hours as Japan has cranked out since the beginning of this yeah. year. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yes, sir. Well, America always got to be number one, eh? <laughs> yeah, USA, man. <laughs> go big or go home. Yes, sir. Well... As we've discussed many times on this podcast, I'm sure that there will be a lot more research in future years on why the disparity between countries, whether or not can really be put down to differences in treating and, um, you know, measures to prevent the spread of the virus or whether there are other reasons mm -hmm. for the disparity, such as differences in testing methods and also, you know, perhaps different strains of the virus as well. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, different strains. That I'm mm. pretty sure that's a not insignificant factor, certainly. Mm. Yeah. Um, so just to return to the number of cases in Japan, there mm. were 67 new cases in Tokyo over the previous 24 hours. This marks the sixth day in a row of over 50 cases and includes 27 people from the so-called Yorunomachi, mainly Shinjuku and Ikebukuro areas, basically girly bars and things. The the night workers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm. The people of the night. Yep. The, the hidden world of socializing in, in Tokyo. Yeah. And it also includes 20 people for whom the route of infection was not clear, which is quite worrying yeah that is yeah they're usually pretty good about all that like the the contract tracing and and all that but uh, yeah yeah hmm, 20 people it's i don't, I don't think it's, it's usually not that high from no no it yeah. isn't so we could be seeing a small uptick in the number of cases and um, hopefully mm -hmm. it doesn't mm -hmm. develop again into a full-blown sort of um, crisis that calls for a st another state of emergency. Yeah, Oops. but uh, mm. yeah, like for the like the past ten days or so, it's been creeping up mm. steadily. It has. Yes. Yes. Like, like has. each each day, there's maybe like five more than there were the previous day, and it's just kind of slow. It's creeping. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You are right. We'll have to certainly keep an eye on it. And at The Real Japan, we'll be bringing all our listeners the latest news on this subject. Of course. But with that in mind, seeing as how there were no major developments 
in regard to coronavirus this yeah. past week. I wanted to talk about this article I read. It's about the new Hayari Kotoba, the new uh, new lingo, the new in, in fashion word that's yeah, the sweeping the lingo. nation. The hit new lingo, yes sir. It's Corona Butori, and in Japanese this means getting fat because of Corona. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, becoming fat in the time of Corona. Yeah. They, they do love to, like, make these new words for things, right, in Japan? Oh, yeah, they, they love that <laughs> shit, man. I don't know what the... Because there's even, yeah. like, an award every year. Yep, yep. Like, like this year's popular coined term. Yep. Yeah, something about, I suppose... The kind of like the malleability of the language, like the fact that there's mm -hmm, so many mm -hmm. now there's so many English words that are just imported directly and combining yeah, them with yeah. Japanese words and you know the sort of kanji words can make interesting new words and it happens all the time, doesn't it? And it's also all the time yeah. easy to shorten Japanese words as well. So yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm not really a fan. But uh, it is There's what it is. No shortage of portmanteaus in Japan, eh? No, no, they are. They're everywhere. Yes, sir. Well, anyway, this article is talking about how there have been tales of salarymen getting into their suits for the first time after a couple of months of working at home and finding... Oh, and their, uh, their pants <laughs> don't fit kind of thing. They don't fit. Oh, I... no. According to a survey of 2,800 of 2,800 people conducted um, among users of a particular health app, approximately 60% of respondents saw an increase in their weight since January mm. when the the lockdown or not not I mean it wasn't exactly a lockdown in Japan but when right 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 measures to prevent the spread of coronavirus uh, first began. Or pre, pre, prior to the start of those measures. The main factors behind the increase in weight appeared to be a lack of exercise. You know, just if you're going to the office and things and walking about and getting on the train, that can be a lot of exercise, even if you're yeah, not yeah. actually, you know, going to the gym or whatever. Just all that walking around and things can be a lot of exercise. Mm, mm -hmm. But also could be down to stress eating, the usual... Salaryman, oh. you know, if you think of a salaryman, sort of ways to let off some steam, going to his favorite bars, his favorite izakaya, going to karaoke, going to the massage parlor. Now that all these different activities have been shut down, eating is perhaps one of the few pleasures left. Yeah, but but then you would think they're probably not consuming as much alcohol oh well i guess there's mm. oh, i guess there's drinking at home then yes sir you know mm. who knows gets to 5 p.m in the afternoon they're thinking meh i have a few hours left to go but i could grab a i could go for that beer that's in the fridge yeah i guess so huh oh yeah because i did read an article uh maybe two two months back or so that's mm. saying that um like alcohol sales were up. Yeah, um, yeah. 
like like not because like all the bars were closed obviously but um like at the yeah. supermarket yeah you know like take homes type uh, mm. alcohol the mm. sales were up mm. yeah so, yeah maybe uh so i guess they're still consuming they're still drinking it up just they're doing it at home yes sir and they well, don't even have to walk home yes sir and yeah. I mean, who knows, if they have a bunch of noisy kids running around, they may feel like they need a little drink to, to take the edge off. Yeah, take the edge off, yeah. Now, the article I read recommends, in order to sort of, you know, manage the potential increase in weight, in addition to obviously cutting down the amount that you eat, this article recommends interval walking. So just a quick tip for listeners based on this article that I read, so in either the morning or the evening, when it's cool, you should walk slowly for three minutes and then walk fast for three minutes. And if you repeat that five times, so walk slowly for three minutes and fast for three minutes, total of six minutes, repeat that five times, total of half an hour's exercise. Okay. And that should have a good effect, apparently. Help you manage your weight. Oh. Keep that in mind. Just note that you should. It can be difficult to wear your mask when you're doing this exercise. So mm, best to carry it yeah, in your pocket. True. Just put it on when you need it. If you're stopped at the traffic lights or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what did you think about this? Interestingly, the article suggested after this exercise, if you drink a glass of milk, it will contribute to muscle growth, which in turn will increase the number of calories that you burn. And that might, in turn, help you manage your weight. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a bit uh, sounds a bit hocus pocus to me, but you know, I guess it can't hurt. No, sir. And just a final tip as well is in the article it says we can end up relying too much on carbohydrates when we're stuck at home working you know you end up reheating frozen pasta and fried rice and things so in right, this article right. it suggests replacing your rice in one of your meals with two portions worth of salad or thinly sliced cabbage yeah that, okay that, that seems seems legit yes sir yeah. And the potential upshot of these efforts, in addition to losing weight, looking better, it may also help you improve your immune system, which will mean you'll be less likely to contract coronavirus. Oh, that, yeah, that's always, that's a plus. Yes, sure. sir. Yeah. So, some tips there for Japanese, or for listeners in Japan and abroad, to help manage their health, health as they're stuck inside working. Now, yeah, spe speaking of uh, carbohydrates, yeah. this is just a yeah. wholly yeah. unrelated, funny aside. But uh, yep. this, guy, this guy I used to work with, mm. and uh, he was, I don't know, 50 or so. Yep. And uh, he wasn't thin. But, I mean, he wasn't big or anything, but he wasn't exactly thin either. And uh, he, for lunch, he went to a uh, like a Spanish restaurant. Okay, that's for good. For lunch. And he got 
a uh, I forget why, but it's like it's a, it's a Spanish restaurant, but they also had pasta there. <laughs> okay. Or I, I I don't know. Yeah. But hey, it's Western case, food. Throw it in the back. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, Western food restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes there and he gets the pasta. Yep. With a side of like a uh, mm. like a rice dish. Okay. <laughs> pasta with and, and, a side of rice. Yeah, and he got pasta with a side of rice, and then uh, yeah. like a like a like a dinner roll. <laughs> so it's just like like nothing but carbs for that man. He's got all three elements of the food pyramid. Yeah, pasta, yeah, all... rice, and bread. <laughs> I just thought it was the funniest thing. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, but yeah, any anyway. Yes, sir. Also, just before we move on to our main items this week, just wanted to mention quickly, because it's notable, the company Sanrio, which is famous in Japan and around the world for creating the much-loved character Hello Kitty, as well as a number of other characters. Yes, they, yes. They have a new president. So, Shintaro Tsuji, who is the, well, up to yesterday, was the president. He's 92 years of age as he has stepped down as the president to become the chairman instead. And he will be replaced by his grandson, Tomokuni Tsuji, who is currently a senior managing director. This is notable because uh, Shintaro Tsuji, the original president of the company, served in that position for 60 years yep so a very long tenure Sanrio however has had some problems with growth in the past 10 years or so net profit down for the past 5 years in a row so do you think they can finally turn it round under the direction of this new president who looks sort of cute he looks a bit like a character himself he's a little bit round yeah, yeah. He, 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 could, he could be a character Yes, sir. He's, uh, he looks like a, a, a jovial fellow. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? Yeah. He, he might focus on creating new characters and um, acquiring them from elsewhere, you know, buying companies that have promising characters, according to an article I read. Well, it's good to see they are uh, keeping nepotism alive and well in Japan. So that's, that's, always, a good, that's always a good thing. Well, it's tradition. Yeah, as is tradition, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, it would it would be a, a shame if Sanrio continues to sort of, you know, if it continues to decline in scale and, and growth. You know, a company with a grand old history, creating one of the most famous Japanese characters there are. Yeah, definitely one of the, uh, the most famous Japanese exports, for sure. Yes. It never quite evolved into the sort of Disney of Japan that I think perhaps the founding family. Yeah, but hey, they they got they got their um uh, they got their theme park. They do, they do, which is one of yeah. the reasons why earnings have suffered so much because of the coronavirus. Oh yeah, yeah, I've never Basically, actually been there. Earnings from that have been down to almost zero. But yeah. um, have you been there? No. No, I've never, never yeah, been there. Sanrio is a Puro land, I think it's called. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. 
I think it's aimed at more sort of a younger audience. Is it yeah, perhaps? yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so new president at the helm of this grand company. Let's see well, if we, he can help turn it round. Well, yeah, we we wish them the best. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Shall we move on to our main items? Yeah. So, um, I I guess I guess I'll go first. Okay. Um, I think it was um about a month ago, maybe. Yeah. We uh we ran a a story on uh, contraceptive use in Japan. Yep. And shortly after, we got a uh, a very gracious email from a listener uh, who told us that uh, some of our mm -hmm. our notions regarding uh, the birth control pill yes. uh, and its effect on the female body mm. uh, were a bit understated. Yes. And uh, unfortunately, as men, I think we uh, were maybe not very much in as in tune as uh, we would like to be, or as we should be, maybe with uh, no sir, yeah, with how these things work. So, mm. so she uh, she laid it out for us, and yeah, it's uh, not as side effect free as certainly as I thought. No, no, um, nor that, yeah. nor as I thought. Yeah. So uh, yeah, a lot of women apparently have uh, have issues some some mild some not so mm. mild with uh, mm. with the pill but um many of them power through it as well so we uh you know we applaud them because uh, unfortunately as men we don't really have uh, much of a uh, an alternative really mm. to, i mean we we either put on a condom or or not you know that's pretty much that that's it you know that's all we got so yes um, yes yeah, we uh, we applaud women for uh, for taking the extra step where where we cannot. Um, but yes, with sir. that being said, uh, I, I went back and did a a bit more research into uh, into contraceptive use uh, because I think in our previous segment, uh, one of the other issues as well, looking back, was uh, a lot of it was was anecdotal. And looking at the numbers, I don't think we were too far off, but um, there there were some surprises. So I'd kind of like okay. to go through those. Yeah, um, certainly. So first, so first we'll start with the data, and and there's one caveat to the data which uh, I'd like to, at least in, in my view, that I'd like to uh, explain beforehand. So the survey it. It's conducted by the United Nations. Yeah. Um, so it's a relatively legit organization, I think, by by any measure. And they surveyed. Um, well, the UN didn't directly survey people. Pretty much, they took surveys that each country publishes, and they they kind of aggregate the data. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in a yes. format that makes it uh, easy to compare different countries, and. I feel like one of the issues with the data itself is mm. 
the uh, well, like like for for Japan, like Japan was the one I looked at uh, most closely. Um, but like the data for Japan, they surveyed um, the Japanese at the Ministry of uh, Health, I think, um, surveyed a, a couple thousand women, um, which is you know a statistically significant number of women. Yep, decent sample size. Yeah, between the ages of I think fifteen and forty-nine. Okay. So women of uh, childbearing age, and the it well my my first issue I have is it the, they assume that if a woman is married, she is sexually active. Hmm. Big assumption like in Japan. Under, yeah, which is, yeah, uh, uh, the underlying assumption. Yeah, especially in Japan where it is, and, and I wish I had uh, numbers, but I, I have read articles in multiple hmm. places um, that state that um, that is certainly not the case. Um, there are hmm. many married couples who are just, they don't, they don't do that. Yeah. Um, mm. especially after um, children yeah. enter the picture. They just don't, it's just not part of their agenda anymore. Yep. And um, so for, for these, for women in that type of situation, mm. they would tick the box that says, I do not use contraceptives, which is technically uh, true. Yes. But like there, there's no box for I am not sexually active. Yes, that's See what I mean? interesting. Yes. So, I think that alone, it, like, it skews the numbers in kind of a weird way. Yes, yes. Um, and, and just, just to, to illustrate, um, according to the UN published statistics, which, which are derived from the statistics published in Japan, only 46.5% of couples use, use contraception. Like like any form of contraception. Yeah, it's not very high, is it? Yeah, I mean, which includes the 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 quote unquote pulling out method. Oh, that's included in contraception. Yeah, that's included. Yeah. Oh wow! So pretty no. much, like if you if you take the numbers at face value, it okay. means that fifty five percent of couples in Japan are just going like balls to the wall <laughs> every time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That. <laughs> Which I think is just, I think any rational person would just be like, I, I really doubt that that is the case. Yes, that seems highly unlikely to me as well. Yeah, it's just I just don't think those numbers make any sense. But, so, with that being said, um, for, for that reason, I don't think the numbers for the percentage of couples that use contraception or not mm. are are really that valid yes yes that yes i think so, that's a so reasonable gonna, assumption to make yeah so so we're going to kind of put those aside for the sake of our discussion and instead um these statistics have like for japan for instance it says 34.9 percent of couples use the male condom Okay. As their primary form of contraception. Okay. 
but that's thirty. But that's thirty-four point nine of the entire sample. Okay, so most of which, the people using. Yeah, which kind of doesn't really help us too much. Mm. But if you take thirty-four point nine and divide it by the the base number, which is forty-six point five. Yes. Then you get seventy-five percent. Yes. So seventy-five yeah. percent of couples that do use contraception use the male condom, which I feel like is a more helpful number. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, so for the purposes of the rest of this discussion, we're just we're going to be using those percentages mm. instead of the the absolute percentages. Yeah. If, uh, if that makes mm. any sense. Uh, so, without further ado, um, yeah. We'll we'll start with Japan. Okay. And so the UN categorizes, uh, see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten different methods mm. of contraception. Okay. So there's, there's oh. female sterilization. Okay. Let me see if I can which guess them. Or, or do you want okay. to go through okay. them? Is that better? Oh yeah, you, yeah. You can, you can you can see if you can you can guess them. Okay, so you give me one. Oh, well, you give me three, I guess. Right, female sterilization, male yeah. condom. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other one? Oh, pulling out. You said that's included in. Yes, that's included in yeah. contraception. Um, the pill. Yep, mm-hmm, that's one. The female condom. Mm, well, okay. Well, that's that's in other. Okay. Okay. So, oh, so there's another category. Okay. So we've got five so far. The uh, vasectomy, male vasectomy. Yeah. So male sterilization. Yeah. Yep. You got four, four more. Okay. What's it called? Like an IUD, right? The where like a woman has an implant too. Yeah. 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 Okay. Is that so? We've got seven so far. You got seven, uh, three more. Um, well, I think I'm done. Okay, I think I'll... I'm done. I don't think I could get the remaining three. Okay, well, two of the remaining three oh, yeah. are similar to the IUD. They're like one of them is like in an injectable version. Oh, I didn't even know that existed. Of of the pill, yeah. I, I guess of the pill. Oh, in okay. A sense. Mm. Um, it, it it lasts one to three months, depending on what kind. What kind? Okay. Yep. Uh, but it's like an injection. Yeah. And then the next one is it's just called implant. Okay. So I think um, it, it's like a capsule. Ah. Oh, I see. Yeah, like a just, slow release kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But like, but, uh, but super slow release. Yeah. It lasts for three to five years. Wow, yeah. Yeah. And then the final one is like the uh, the rhythm method. Oh, yes. Like uh, family planning kind of thing. Like guessing. Mm-hmm, exactly. Uh, like yeah. seeing when the mm-hmm. woman's period is and then working right, around Right, that. right, right. Exactly. Okay. Mm. So, so, yes, those are the ten. Okay. Now. Yep. In Japan, mm. so female sterilizations one and a half percent. Okay, pretty low. Ma- yeah, male sterilizations point two percent. That low, really? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then we already said uh, male condom is seventy-five percent, so it's way up there. Yep. 
and both the injection and the implant are zero. Both the in oh um, zero wow yeah which I think that means like they're not approved over here yeah yes that sounds a reasonable like a reasonable yeah, assumption I'm pretty sure it, yeah because if because it's just straight up zero like not point one or you know it's just zero so I think that means yeah it's not available what what is the data um, like for other countries for those methods um so we can look at um like the uk and the us mm. that, I, there are some differences but they're more or less uh, you know they're similar yeah i think um but i uh, just looking at the uk because mm. it's the, the next line down on the excel sheet that i made um, yeah so female sterilizations eight and a half mm, quite high uh male male sterilizations 14 and a half yeah crazy difference with and, japan and and this was surprising mm. to me it was the male condom in the uk was 11.3 wow yes so it was very low low yes yeah um and uh conversely and oh and just looking at like the injection and the implant mm. uh were four and two respectively okay small but not so, not zero yeah not zero mm. yeah um and then Looking at the U.S., for example, um, mm. the U.S. and this was another interesting one. Female sterilization is twenty-two point three. Wow! So that's quite high. Very high, yes. Um, and the male was seven, mm. which is about half of the U.K. So it's 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 almost like they're flipped, the female and the male in between the uh, U.K. versus the U.S. Yeah. Um. And in the U.S. as well, uh, male condom is 15, so it's not all that high. Yes. Lower than I would have yeah. expected. Somewhat similar to the U.K., mm -hmm. I suppose. So. Yeah, yeah. And then similar numbers for uh, <clears throat> for the injection and the implant mm -hmm. you know, as, as the U.K. Yeah. So, moving on to... Well, first we'll knock out the, uh, the IUD. Yep. Uh, the U.K. and the U.S. are a little bit over 10%. Okay. Yep. IUD, and in Japan it's zero point nine. Wow. Yes. That's very low. Very so, low. I mean, availability is probably an issue. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's it seems that way if the number's that low. Yeah. Um. But moving on to, and this is what sparked uh, the discussion last time, mm. uh, was the uh, the pill. Yes. The big reveal. And, uh, Yes, and this is where it gets interesting. So in the UK, it is 36.4%. Wow, so over three times as much as condoms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because condoms are 11, mm. yeah. And uh, in the US, it's 22.3. Yeah, still so, yeah, high. About a quarter mm. of, uh, of women, yeah. And in Japan, it is 6.2%. Wow, so yes, a, less than a fifth of the UK, one sixth yeah. of the UK, and what, one quarter of, of the US? Yeah, about or so? a quarter of the US, yeah. Mm. Mm. So significantly mm -hmm. lower. Very low, yeah, uh, relatively speaking, yeah. Um, and, and I think the other ones are the rhythm method mm. is 4.5% uh, in Japan. Okay. 
Yeah. And it's about two it's about two percent in the UK and the US. Yep. And the uh the withdrawal method, the pulling out, is this one uh some another interesting one, although it doesn't really surprise me, I guess. Yeah. Uh, in Japan it's about ten percent. Okay. Whereas in the UK and the US it's about it's between five and seven percent. Okay. Not super different, I guess. Yeah, although it is about double. Yeah, and, yeah. And I, I, I will partially attribute that to, uh, I don't know, when, when I was doing the sex ed in high school. Yeah. Like, I I remember, like, they really hammered that home. It's like, pulling out is not an effective method of, <laughs> yeah. of birth control. Like, they really hammered that home. Yeah, yeah. But uh, maybe they're not as... Uh, as adamant about it in Japan, so it's uh, yeah. slightly higher. Yes, I suppose the may also be that the higher prevalence of the use of the pill in Jap in Japan. Uh, sorry, in the UK and the US, in Western nations, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. means that people who want to have that, you know, who don't want to use a condom for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. can use the pill instead whereas in japan because there's less people using the pill maybe people are turning to that as a means of not using the condom yeah 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 that's true mm. Mm, interesting yeah. so those are yep those are the the numbers so even though our understanding and our reasoning may have been mistaken it seems we were broadly correct in our um understanding or a assumption that more people in Japan use condoms and less use the pill. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think uh our 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 hearts were in the right place, but we uh yeah. we got we got some of the details uh mm. wrong. Mm. Quite interesting, eh? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I hope we were able to at least clear some of that up. Yes, sir. So the pill, yeah. far more side effects on women's bodies than we understood. Good yeah. thing to bear yeah. in mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I certainly, uh, I learned a lot. Yeah. That's for sure. Yes, sir. Me too. So, thank you. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and like, um, yes, thank you. Thank you to our, our listener for, uh, for pointing out our, our error. Yep. In a very graciously worded email as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, we encourage others to do the same because uh try as we might we uh we can't be uh can't be 100 percent correct all the time unfortunately yes well, sir. as much as we'd like to be <laughs> yes sir. yeah uh but yeah this, this uh, I, I didn't even know about these uh hmm. like this implant and injection thing I, yes no me neither yeah crazy yes sir Yes, I, I I I really do wish there there was like a male version of the of the pill. Yes, I do as you know, well. I mean, I mean, just to kind of just to even out the um, because uh, mm. the the uh, the burden is on on the lady. Yes, I think too too much of the time with 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 these uh with these matters. Yes, you know. Yes. So it'd be nice if uh, men were able to to bear the bear the burden. Oh yes, certainly. I do agree. More. 
Yeah. I mean, of course, the worry then would be for women in particular who have to obviously bear the pregnancy, face the responsibilities. Mm, mm, mm. Could a woman trust a man who says he's taking the pill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh. uh fortunately, there are there are scumbags. Yes, sir. Who I'm sure would, if there if there were a male version, I'm sure uh, there mm. would be people who just say yeah. <laughs> they're on it yeah. when they're not. Yeah, yeah. I, I I guess it would be geared more toward uh, people in uh, in relationships. Yeah. Relationships. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but I do agree. It would be great if there was a. A male pill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a male implant or yes. injection or, or something. Yes. You know. Yes. Well, science marches on. Who knows? Maybe in the future, eh? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe in the future, yeah. Maybe maybe our uh maybe our kids can <laughs> come out and spread their wild oats without fear of Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Of impregnating their partners. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That uh, I think that concludes uh, concludes my segment. Okay. All right. Let's. Um, so let's move on to the next item. This item is somewhat scandalous. We have to remember okay. there are children involved, and I think if the genders mm-hmm. were reversed here, it would be a lot more sinister than it is. But. Mm, yeah, yeah. With that in mind, let's let's jump in. So, okay. On June sixteenth, a woman in Minami Ward, Yokohama, was arrested. Maho Hojo is her name. She's forty years old, and she was arrested for the crime of committing obscene acts with a fourteen-year-old middle school student. Oof. Yes, sir. Now, apparently, the mother of the boy thought he was acting strangely. (laughs) Acting strange. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Maybe he was walking around the house proud that he'd slept with an older woman. (laughs) But he's bragging to his mom. (laughs) Yeah, man, I nailed her. And as as young men do. Well, his mother decided to check his phone and saw that he was exchanging messages with Hojo via the Line app, a very mm. popular app for messaging, kind of similar to WhatsApp. Yeah, it's pretty I much the, uh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I would say it's the uh, the WhatsApp of of Japan. Yep. Yeah. And as a result, she contacted the police, who mm. arrested Hojo. And oh, she didn't give him a high five? <laughs> no, sir, she did not. <laughs> um, and it appears, according to the article I read, that mm. Hojo may also be suspected of other crimes as well. You know, implying having slept oh, so with more like boys. A, like a regular thing for her, then. Well, I'm going to get onto that. That's the interesting part of this story, and the reason I wanted to talk about it today but the investigation mm. is ongoing, it seems, according to the article I read. And it says in the, in the article, 
that Hojo told the police she thought the boy was cute. She liked his face, but there were no romantic feelings. She was not in love with him. And according to the boy, she was the one that made the advances. Not him, so. Okay. So, anyway, now that we've seen what happened in this crime, yes. here's the reason I wanted to talk about it, because it's quite interesting. Apparently, the house where mm. Hojo and her husband and her young son lived became a sort of uh, hangout for local use after they moved there 1.5 years ago. This is in Yokohama mm -hmm. to remind listeners. And apparently up to 10 children would be coming and going from the house in any given day. Typically around 4 to 5 children, but sometimes more. That's just weird. Very weird, isn't it? Very weird. Want to go into... Like, I, I, yes. I could imagine, like, you know, two or three of... The son's friends, yes, like coming over to hang out, right? Yes. Like, well, the son was so a total of a total of four, maybe five kids max. Yes, well, the son is younger than the children that were coming. So the children that were coming were like middle school age or so. The son is like mm -hmm. low elementary school age, so we're talking like five or six maybe, and the kids that are coming round are like maybe thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Like what? <laughs> like I'm, like I'm trying to wrap my head around this, but yeah. So, uh, like, were were the kids coming over? Were they like friends with the son, or no. were they just like random dudes off the street? Or well, let's let's talk about it. So now, despite making a good impression on the neighbors when the family, the Hawjaw family, moved in. Relations soon turned sour when they started attracting the local youth, as I said. Every day, typically around four to five youths, some days more, up to ten youths would come and go, standing around, smoking outside, revving their motorbikes or their scooters late at night, generally causing a nuisance in the neighbourhood. Mm -hmm. Apparently one neighbour, according to the article, saw the parents of one child shouting outside in the street saying give us back our kid what and all this this these issues and the nuisance to the neighbors i i don't think i don't it doesn't say specifically in the article but i don't think this is referring to sex related stuff i think this is more about the noise and things but it led to cautions from the police twice just in the past year mm -hmm. and as i mentioned they moved to this house his, his, now we're getting into the background. So they moved to this house about one and a half years ago. But apparently, according to the article, they had the same sort of issues at the previous apartment that they stayed in before they moved there. Okay. This, you know, it was an urban renaissance apartment in Yokohama, which is sort of like semi-public housing, I suppose you would say. It's yeah, yeah. like mm -hmm. the government pays the lots of the fees related to it, but the occupants still mm -hmm. pay rent. Mm -hmm. You know, according to a previous neighbour there, they were making lots of noise day and night, having these kids around. And in particular, the husband was always very noisy and shouting and things and causing a lot of nuisance to the neighbours. 
But the husband presumably mm. was he worked during the day. Yes. Right? Yes, he worked. Okay. And so did the woman as well, Maho as well. The husband worked. Oh. Yes, Maho was a company employee who sold insurance, I believe, according to the article I read. And the husband mm -hmm. worked with vending machines. Okay, okay. Now, apparently, so you asked about whether they were friends with the son. Well, they weren't, because apparently this all started about seven or eight years ago when the current generation of sort of high school students were elementary school students. So maybe think end of elementary school, like 10 or 11 years old, I guess. And mm -hmm. they were playing a game of soccer or something in the park. And they ended up playing okay. together with this young couple pre prior to their child being born. You know, Maho and her husband were younger at that time. They were walking mm -hmm. through the park or mm -hmm. something. The kids called out to them. And they ended up playing this game of soccer together. And they ended up becoming sort of friends. And the kids would talk to them. Okay. And they were kind, kind to the kids. And this ended up with the, what? Oh. the kids, boys and girls, sort of, you know, coming and going from their house. And uh -huh. in some cases, even, uh, you know, staying over. Apparently, mm -hmm. the boy who is at the center of this case, you know, the, the particular boy that Maho allegedly slept with and for which he was arrested, he was not yeah. part of this original group of elementary school students. He was like the younger brother of one of them or, or, or part of the or perhaps a younger brother of a friend or something but anyway a bit younger and then okay okay you know as the kids grew up some of the other kids started going and then they brought their brothers along or whatever and then you know mm -hmm. basically the neighborhood kids <laughs> were going to their house and hanging <laughs> okay. out there and they got uh, man, that's, that's just this is weird it's weird it's, isn't it it's very very strange yeah. And um, apparently they all got so close that they even ended up using this app called Zenly, which I had never heard of until I read this article. But apparently it has been, mm -hmm. there have been issues raised in the media about this app and about privacy concerns because it is basically like a kind of app where users can share their location. Oh, okay, okay. So now you have many young people, you know, middle school and high school students sharing their location on this app, apparently, which is mm -hmm. obviously mm -hmm. could be dangerous. But the kids that were going around to the Hordjaws house and the Hordjaws would use this app. So they all like knew where each other was. And yeah. some of the kids would be like, oh, they're at home. Let's go and let's go and see them, you know. Let's go hang out. Let's go hang out, exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously it, it sort of took a bad turn at some point when yeah. Yeah, Maho, apparently. the woman, sort of seemed to start to overstep the boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know, according to the, a high school student who's quoted in the article that I read, she crept into the futons of one or more 
boys one or more in the night <laughs> well it doesn't say whether it's plural or, or singular in in japanese yeah mm-hmm. and sort of right, began right. you know obscene acts with them according to this article yes Uh, oh boy she also posted a video on her instagram apparently that i haven't seen this i don't know i just read about it in the article but that showed her dyeing the hair of boys who were wearing just their pants and apparently Mm. some kids were also boasting about this at school and talking about how you know they were getting closer to maho so where where was the husband hmm. in all of this? You're probably thinking. Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently he was not happy about this. And <laughs> a few years ago, he discovered what was going on between Maho and these boys. And according yeah. to the article, they almost got divorced at that point. Of course, they didn't actually end up getting divorced in the end. And mm-hmm. I suppose Maho went back to this behavior, I suppose. And yeah, apparently that's what has led to her arrest, obviously. But what do you think of this whole thing? It's so strange and weird, isn't it? I don't know. My my first thought was maybe, maybe it it was like a low key, like the husband is pimping out his wife kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like he's getting a little, uh, little paycheck from the boys. Yeah. Yeah. That's my, my first thought. I mean, cause, cause mm. then it would like, I mean, it's, it's still a messed up situation. It's still weird. Yeah. But then, I mean, it would, it would kind of make sense. Yeah. Well then at least you can sort of understand the motive. Yeah. Yeah. But as it, like as it stands, yeah, yeah, I, I'm just at a, I, I don't, I don't know what to think. <laughs> well, it sounds like she is just a total deviant. I, I guess, yeah. Like, um, like, like a, a proper sex addict, right? I, uh, I think in the, the truest sense of the uh, of the disorder. Yeah, she could be. Yeah, she just can't control herself yeah i I guess i mean that's really the only it's the only explanation that makes sense yeah well it's so weird that they started hanging out with these kids in this manner as well you know according to the article Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah i you know i can't think think of anything worse than having your house tending to hang out for the the local teens Yeah, I I totally agree, and, and um, I also agree with what you said at the beginning of the uh, of the segment, where ha- if the genders were reversed, it would have been a lot worse. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For real. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's like so many things about the story are just don't. <laughs> does not compute yeah and the way you know she was allegedly getting closer to the boys and perhaps sleeping with some of them but the fact mm. that the husband was not happy about this as well <laughs> not happy about it you know because <laughs> you do hear about these kind of stories where like the husband kind of gets off on that kind of thing mm, but that does right, not appear right, to right. have been yeah, that what was going on here yeah mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, if uh, any developments in the story, we will keep everyone updated. Yes, sir. I guess uh, that about covers it. Gone on for uh, a bit over an hour. Okay. So thank you for everyone uh, sticking around. Hmm. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll call it at about here then. So, yep. as always, you can find the Real Japan guys on Instagram and Twitter. Our handle is Real Japan Guys. Check out our website at thereal.jp or email us at mail at thereal.jp and find this podcast on. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And we will see everyone again next week. Goodbye, listeners. Goodbye, listeners.